Thank you for tuning into Air and Earth, the podcast that lifts you up and keeps you grounded. I'm your host, Melissa Moffat, and I'm here to share some information that I've found helpful in my own life, as well as interview people on topics ranging from self-love of body, soul, and mind, social, environmental, and animal justice, mindfulness, business, relationships, ethics, and so much more with the intention of supporting you on your healing and growth journey as you strive to love yourself, those around you, and the planet just a little more. Hi everyone, welcome. We are going live. In this live, I am answering all of your questions about money mindset, money energetics, money embodiment, making more money, spending money, receiving money, saving money, investing money, everything having to do with money. So yeah, hi everybody, hi everybody coming in. Let me know where you're from as you're coming in, where you're tuning in from. Hello, 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 hello. Yeah, so I shared a story to my feed, to my stories the other day asking what your questions are. If you could ask me one question about money, what would it be? And I got a lot of questions, so I'm going to be answering some of them. (laughs) Um, I won't be able to answer all of them today, but I will be answering a lot of them. Yeah, so... And for those of you tuning in, if you have any questions that you want me to answer while I'm here live, then go for it. Ask me a question. I will answer. Feel free to engage, to tell me your feelings, all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to be, yeah, answering a lot of questions. I also want to let you all know that tomorrow is the last day. If you're wanting to go in deeper with the money work with me, If this stuff resonates with you and you're like, okay, this sounds good and you're wanting to go in deeper, tomorrow is the last day that Worthy and Wealthy is on flash sale. It's $222 off all the options. It is a lifetime access course. It is my program that I created to help people change their entire relationship with money so it changes your reality from the inside out. We'll be talking about that some today. Hi, Lucy. Hi, everyone. How are you doing? I'm so glad you're here. How are you? How are you? How are you? Cool. Okay. So again, feel free to ask me any questions. I'm going to start answering some of the questions that I received in my story the other day. Cool? Cool. Okay. So one of the, one of the questions that I got the most about was investing. A lot of people were like, you know, how do I decide where to invest? I've invested a lot. Like, so these are people who are building businesses, wanting to be entrepreneurs, whatever, people taking courses, that kind of thing. And a lot of people seem to be having an issue where they're investing, but they're like, I'm not seeing a return. Um, yeah, like I'm just like investing everything I make, but I'm not seeing a return. So this is, if this is you, if you feel like you have this come up for you, then yeah, this question is for you. So, mm, my take on investing, money is the root of all evil. Oh my gosh, that's a good one. Okay, I can get to that one for sure. So, let me talk about investing first. So, what I've seen, and I've, I've had this experience before as well, where when we go into investing in something, whether that's a program or we're going on a retreat or hiring a coach or something like that, it's all about intention and it's all about how you're holding your power. So I had this experience before where I joined this program. It was like a $20,000 program, scared the absolute shit out of me. I 
you know, but I was like, okay, I'm going to do it. And I talked myself into it, but my intention (laughs) was like, it was giving my power away. So what do I mean by that? I wanted someone to fix my life. (laughs) I wanted someone to fix my business. I wanted someone to fix my problems and I wanted someone to just tell me how to do it. And they did. They told me how to do it, but it didn't work for me the way they told me to do it. And later I realized that's not how I even want to be doing it. So I think what can happen sometimes in this world where we're constantly like, you know, we're so into education, we're so into investing in ourselves, we're so into growth, is that we're constantly looking for like a quick fix or like something that will just fix it all or solve all the problems, right? And that's just like, that's not the case. Like there's not, there's not a quick fix. You're, you're in this ongoing process of creating and sharing and making things up as you go along. So what I would say, I have like gunk in my throat. What I would say about investing to make sure that you're not just like investing, 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 and not seeing a return is to check your intention to check how you feel as you're investing, to check, am I doing this because like, I wanna be in this person's energy because I'm gonna be stronger through this because I am empowered in this decision or I'm I doing this because I feel scared or because I feel like I can't do it by myself. Another example I'll give is like, one of my one-on-one clients who joined me recently, she was like, I forget how she phrased it, but she was like, I feel like I need you. You know what I mean? Or like, I need the support. And I was like, you don't need the support. Like you definitely don't like you're, you're great as you are. Like she has a thriving business. She's amazing. She has like awesome class. I'm like, you don't need it, but do you want it? Can you want it? (laughs) You know, can you want to work with me instead of need? I don't want any of my clients or anyone who comes into my courses to need it. You know, for the people who are, who are joining Worthy and Wealthy right now, it's like, I don't want you to need it. I want you to want to change, to want to transform, to want to work on your relationship with money. You know, and sometimes that need want is like a very fine line, but we need to lean more and more into the desire, into the dreaming, into like the, empower, the empowered side of it. You know, because if you're needing it, you're just giving your power away constantly to your coaches, your teachers, everything outside of you. And that's not the case. When you join programs, it still is on you. The work is on you. People aren't gonna hold your hand. People aren't going to create your life for you. It's still up to you. It's still on you. Ah, yeah. Cool, okay. So I just had this question, money is the root of all evil, discuss. I think evil is the root of evil. <laughs> um, pain and suffering and greed and, and you know people who are hungry for power and will do just about anything to, to, to get that. And I think money is a tool. Money can be used for evil. Money can be used you know, to oppress people. And it has for like, all of history. Wealth and power has been used to push people down, to use people, to use animals, to drain the environment. For sure, 100%. But is it also true that money's been used 
for really good things, for generosity, for sharing, for spreading love and light and sweetness and goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, you know, one thing that I, when I was first becoming an entrepreneur, I was terrified that I was like, I didn't want to make money. I didn't want to make more than I said. I remember saying that to one of my friends. I don't want to make more than what I'm making right now as an engineer. I didn't want to make more. And then I also didn't feel like it was possible to make that much at the same time. But I was like, I don't want to make more than that. I don't want to make more than that. And that's because like I saw a lot of people growing up who had money, right? And were like really greedy and really materialistic and really like were jealous of other people because of money and would talk shit about people because of money and would do, you know, bad things to get money and steal and lie and all of that kind of stuff. And I was convinced that if I had money, I would become that. That I would become that, that I would become greedy and manipulative and angry and insecure. And I learned over time that that's not true. That's not true. Money amplifies what's going on already within us. So if like those people, if we took the money away, that would still be there. That hate in the heart and that pain would still be there. So the key here is to do the healing work to find the goodness within you and then to use money as a tool for good money as a source for whatever it is that you want to create social change, environmental change, justice for animals. You know, I do a lot of like the clothes I wear and the goods I buy and what I put on my my body is all eco-friendly. I do a lot of like vintage and thrift. My house is a completely eco house, like totally eco. I don't know if we could like even make it more eco. It's like very eco. Um, Maybe there's some things we could do, but like it's a very eco house. And it took a lot of money to create this, but I feel really good about, and we're gonna turn this house, we wanna turn it into a retreat center. And I wanna live somewhere else, like we won't live on the retreat center. And then like we wanna do, and like support people who come here to do meditation retreats, you know? So I feel good about all of that. And that needs a lot of money to do. It needs a lot of money to do, but, I feel good about all that stuff. Can you share your opinion on robo-advisors as an intro to investing launch, such as Elvest? I'm not sure what that is. I'm not sure what, what, what robo-advisors are. So if you expand on that a little more, then I can answer that question. Okay, cool. So I'm going to answer some of these other questions I got. <sighs> Okay, so someone said how to bring in clients who want to pay and avoid clients who have troubles to pay or commit. So, okay, so what this is, is when we are taking on people who want to work with us, there has to be so into that idea of retreats. Yeah, I'm super excited about it. We're going to build out some little like retreat buildings. So like places where people can stay and have like a little teaching center here. There's a national uh forest behind us so there's like tons of hiking and it's yeah I'm really excited about it and it's it'll be a long project but we're we're into it we're doing it we already started okay so when it comes to bringing in clients who are ready to pay you you have to have very strong boundaries 
what can happen, I did this for so long, is we can waste so much energy trying to convince people. So trying to like explain to people why should, they should work with us, why they should sign up to our course, talking them through fear after fear after fear after fear. And we spend so much time talking to those people, right, that our energy is aligned with talking to them. Our, the words we're saying are speaking to them. Our time is spent speaking to them. That the people who are ready and the people who don't need to be talked into, the people who are like, oh my gosh, I'm ready to go, let's do this, here's my money, sign me up, the people who are empowered in their decision don't even hear us because <laughs> we're not speaking to them. They don't even hear us. They're not, they might not even be in the field, in the zone, right? So more and more and more, when people come and they're like, okay, how much is it? And we're like, it's this much. You just say how much it is. And if they say, oh my gosh, I can't do that. We're not like, why? Why though? <laughs> You know, let me talk you through it. Do you want to get on a phone call? Do you want to talk about it for three hours? Can I try to convince you? Can I get you to sign up right now? No, no. People will get better results if they make their own damn decisions. And you have to be empowered enough to let people go who aren't ready. They might be ready later. And who knows if you talk them into it, if you're like trying to push them to do it, it might push them further away. They might be ready next time or they might be ready in a few months. If you hold your ground and you're like, These are, this is my price, this is how much the course is, whatever it is. I speak in terms of like coaching and courses. Hi, Kat. Hello, hello, hello. One of my sweet little masterminders. So if we speak to the people who are ready, right? If we're empowered enough to hold boundaries with those who aren't ready and love them through that, you don't have to be like, fuck that bitch. Like they're not signing up. You know what I mean? If you're just like, cool, awesome. You know, I hope you're, you're ready next time. Cause people will be like, hi Merlin. Oh my gosh. Hello. One of my friends. Okay, cool. So we have to speak, we have to speak to the people who are ready and not try to convince the people who aren't ready. And we really have to wish them the best. Honestly, they may come around and wanna sign on with us eventually, or like take our courses or be in our work or pay us or whatever. They may not, they may find someone who's a better fit. It's okay. You have to believe that there is an abundance for all. People are looking for support now more than ever. We are in a global pandemic, everything's online. People need support, people need help. People want to work with people who are supporting people, right? So we have to see that there are tons of people out there who need our help. And then speak to those people who actually wanna work with you, not to the people who you have to convince, okay? Does anybody have any questions? I'm gonna keep going on the other questions, but I'm just inviting you. If you have any questions about money or anything, feel free to ask while you're here on the live and I will answer it. Okay. Oh, this is a good question. Feeling like I'm up leveling and my friends, lovers around me are not on the same frequency. Okay. This is an amazing question. So what I found, it's not your responsibility to change anyone. It's not your responsibility to create someone's dream life for them. I started growing a lot a couple years ago, a lot and changing a lot. And I was gung ho. I was like, we're starting a business. We are doing this. You know what I mean? And some of the people in my life, including like, you know, my partner, like someone I was super close to, didn't like, didn't, first of all, wasn't believing 
that dreams were possible for himself and also didn't believe in it for me. Didn't believe in it for me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. You're moving to Denver? Oh my gosh. Can we get together when you move to Denver? Bought the course a while ago and haven't had the space to work on it. No problem. That's why it's lifetime access. Yeah. Moving to Denver soon. Oh my gosh. Can we get together? Okay. But anyway, my partner at the time didn't believe in himself at all. Didn't believe in me and ended up breaking up. I tried to hold on to it. You know what I mean? I was not willing to let go. He ended up breaking up with me the same week that I quit my job and moved out of my apartment and moved home to be with my dad who was sick. And it was like, (laughs) it was a lot. It was a lot. And yeah, Kat lives in Denver too. We got a lot of Denver friends going on. So it was, it was a lot, right? And when all of that happened, like I, I believe if like the, the people who are supposed to be with you will stay and will adjust and will support you and will love you and will learn too. We'll like gain learning from what it is that you're going through. As I've done so much healing work and meditation, all those things, even my sweet little Southern dad, my sweet little Southern, like traditional dad does meditation. Now I called him one time and I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, I got stressed. So I put my legs up the wall and I'm breathing. My dad is 62 years old, like meat and potatoes, man. And I was like, are you kidding? And he was like, no, you think I just made this up? (laughs) He was like, I learned it from you. So the people who stay in your life and the people who, who rise with you, they will come along and you don't have to force them to. You don't have to force it. You don't have to push it. You just be a good example. A good example. My Southern's coming out. You just be a good example. I'm going to Tennessee next week, so I'm excited. We're going to Tennessee. Um, you be a good example for them. They will come along. If not, they will work their way out. That's it. That's it. There might be some more space there, right? It doesn't mean there has to be this big drama. We've been talking, Kat, we've been talking about this a lot in our mastermind, huh? It doesn't have to be a big drama. It doesn't have to be like, I cannot be your friend anymore because I'm on a higher vibe than you. And, um, you're just not coming up to my vibe. So like, I can't be your friend anymore. It doesn't have to be like that. Like, just hold your boundaries. Choose what's best for you. Again, wish them well. Love people. You know? And again, and another thing, too, is we kind of need to erase this idea of, like, you're becoming, like, we're becoming more enlightened and we're better. No. Like, maybe in some ways, but, like, it's just different. It's just different.